in the evening on the 24th of January, the year 2024. 36 degrees Fahrenheit outside, which is 2 degrees Celsius. And after the past several days of incredible, dangerous cold, that 36 degrees feels tropical. I know this because I went out and took a walk earlier today. It was delightful. Just being outside. It was raining. And it was great. I walked around. I listened to the sound of the rain hitting the different surfaces around me. It felt relaxing. It felt good. Right now, it is the end of a long work day for me. I've been scheduled almost completely back to back. I had two breaks. I used one to eat some food. I used the other to take the walk that I just described. And other than that, I've been sitting in my office. Other people have come in here. They've told me what's going on in their lives. I've listened, responded. The way I work, they tend to say a lot more than I do. When I do speak, I try to speak in a way that is condensed, but meaningful, perhaps impactful. I try to have an extreme economy with the words that I use. I don't want to use unnecessary words. I'm sure I do use unnecessary words. Probably a lot of the time, but I try not to. And right now, as I wrap up my day, I'm looking at a book sitting on my desk. The title of the book is In the Field, The Art of Field Recording. By It's an anthology. It's a bunch of interviews that were conducted by Kathy Lane and Agnes Carlyle. I'm not very deep into this book. I'm reading the very first interview, and in that interview, the person being interviewed is talking about the 90s and the way that she got connected with different people who are also very interested in sound, the creation of soundscapes, the creation of using computer algorithms to 
create sounds that were like jazz, just all this different sound stuff. And the way that this was, these people who are into that kind of thing were finding one another in two different ways. One way was by taking their bodies and going to places like computer labs where people were doing work in classes at universities and finding people that way. But then also using listservs and Usenet and other forms of the internet as it existed at that time as a way to connect with people. And reading that, it, it makes me feel this nostalgia. I remember that time. I remember the 90s and the internet. I was somebody who used um, computers, a modem specifically, to connect to people before there was the internet that there is today, I would call something called a D-dial. A D-dial was this Apple IIe computer that had six phone lines coming into it. So six different people could call this phone number with their modem. And if you were lucky, you'd get one of the six lines. You'd log into this D-dial and there'd be another five people that were there. Seven, if you counted the person who was the sysop system operator who could be at the terminal that was the Apple IIe that all these phone lines were coming into and you could talk to each other at 300 baud which is very slow by today's standards I mean like painfully painfully slow but at the time it was great because um, 300 baud that speed is a good speed to have text coming at you I find sometimes now when I'm on different platforms the the text can come too quickly if there are too many people all typing at once if it's a if it's a small number of people like in a group chat or something it's fine but when you get into the larger groups it's more difficult so anyways i i would call this thing a d dial i would also call bbs's bulletin board systems and these were like you can call and you there'd be a message board and people would post things you could respond to their posts and you'd leave and you'd come back later and you'd see that people had replied to the replies that you posted. And you'd have these weird conversations that were kind of like writing letters, but a faster because you didn't have to send them in the mail. Uh, and that, that was really interesting. Usenet worked that way too. I met some really great people that way. At that time, computers and the proto-internet, I guess I'll call it, the not quite internet yet, computers talking to one another, modem world kind of thing was really fun and interesting because you could I mean the people I met doing that were people who were localish you know you'd you'd meet online by calling these things and then eventually somebody would plan we wouldn't we didn't call them parties I don't know why maybe there there, there was just a word that we didn't feel cool enough to use or something but Somebody would plan a gathering is what they would call it. And, and people would find out about it. And sometimes these gatherings would be at bowling alleys or they'd be at this one pizza place that had an arcade attached to it. A lot of gatherings there. Papa's Pizarro was the name of the place. It was in, what was the town that was in? Darien, maybe? Downers Grove, Illinois? One of those kind of western suburbs towns. Not sure which one. And sometimes, sometimes, sometimes somebody would have something at a house, a house gathering as opposed to a house party, as it were. And you would meet people who 
that you probably would not have met if you were not calling this online space where people would gather digitally, but that digital gathering transitioned almost always into a real in-person gathering. There was a real tight-knitness, a real intimacy perhaps that was present at that time. And that seems to be absent from the internet of today, most of the time. And so I was reading this thing in this book, which is a collection of interviews, as I already said, I'm repeating myself in the field, the art of field recording, and just feeling nostalgic for that time, thinking, I didn't know how good it was when I was there, or maybe I did. I might have, because I do remember on many occasions being around these people and thinking that whatever was going on was something that was special. Maybe what I took for granted about it was the idea that it would just kind of continue, that it wouldn't, that even though technology would advance, like that people would always use the communications technology to create these very meaningful, very real relationships. Maybe I just assumed that that was just what it was going to do, that it was going to enable more and more and more of that. And then I take a look at the, the way that things work now, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, that kind of stuff. And it's just like, ugh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Those things are fine. I don't want to, I'm probably being overly dramatic and saying their names and then going, ugh, but I'm also probably being kind of honest when I do it that way too. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just sort of free associating here on this podcast, which is about the everyday experience of the everyday, which is this thing that I use to say things and realize things through saying them. It's a thing that I do to make a thing and through making it come to understand something about me. Yeah. And wow, I don't know. I, I, this is one of those weird ones. I'm recording this with a piece of equipment that I don't normally use because I didn't want to set up my uh, better audio equipment. I can see it. I would that would getting that out would have involved taking things out of boxes and plugging them in and getting cables and hooking things to other things. And I didn't want to do that. I felt lazy. And so I just grabbed this zoom H two, very small field recorder from my bag. I always have it in my bag. I take this thing like everywhere with me. I very rarely use it, but it does go everywhere for the most part with me in the bag. That is my bag that I take places. And I took this out because it's easy you turn it on, you hit record, you talk. I don't know if the audio that it produces will be great. I'm going to have to listen back to this and decide if the audio is too, I don't know, too double plus on good to actually turn into a podcast. If you're listening to this, that means I listened back and decided, eh, it's not so bad. And if you're not listening to this, well, then you won't know that I said any of these things. Ha ha ha. Okay. Enough rambling, right? This is Quotidian Things and Stuff, episode number 009. You have listened to that. 
thanks for taking the time to let it play in your ears somehow. Don't let that man keep you down. Make those glorious mistakes. Damn that demand. Save that desire. Till next time.